honey lattes, Miss Erin Cooper is offering a free session with anyone from our lovely latte community. So, if you are suffering specifically from seborrheic dermatitis, this free meal plan may just be for you. Most of the clients see improvement in as little as 20 days. It's also created by her naturopathic doctors who she's in partnership with. And does this work? She says it does because she actually suffered from this skin condition from birth. And now she has clear skin and no longer takes steroids. So you can get started today by signing up. You'll also be receiving a free newsletter in addition to the free meal plan all you have to do is click on the link in the description or go to hungryfitfoodie.com free hyphen giveaway and let's get back to the show to the Coffee Sips Tea Podcast and I'm your host, Call Me Coffee, coming to you with another episode on this beautiful, terrific, terrific week. Okay, let's get into this. So we are currently doing our Grace of Giving series. Um, This is our last week to wrap this up and I just want to say a special shout out to all my lovely lattes out there you guys have been with me for two years every day we are growing in our our listenership on this show if you would have told me two years ago that I would be starting a podcast and I would be interviewing people all over the world and traveling around and meeting people, little shy introverted me, (laughs) I would have laughed at you guys. But you guys are the reason why this show is still here and it's growing every day. And I just want to give you guys a special shout out to my U.S. lovely lattes and also to my international lovely lattes what up to y'all in ireland germany canada the philippines uk netherlands japan denmark france argentina cyprus puerto rico malaysia ghana belgium india slovakia hong kong and Kuwait. I hope I'm saying that right. Greetings to all of you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Welcome to this beautiful faith-based show where we sip and spill the tea on everything from a kingdom twist. We also interview entrepreneurs and other creative professionals. We have real uncensored, unscripted conversations that are very real very raw and also uncut all fates are welcome to this show okay so come as you are 
and let's get to sipping some tea, baby. Okay, so we are <laughs> on this series talking about the grace of giving. Okay, so we've talked about the grace of giving beyond our limitations, giving beyond our traditions we've talked about giving beyond our earthly possessions and today we are talking about giving beyond our imaginations the grace of giving beyond our imagination so when you hear that what do you automatically think because for me it's about like what i didn't even think could happen Beyond whatever God, whatever I thought God could do, is like I'm not able to predict God's next move. Just like with this show, no one saw this podcast coming. Okay, but God knew that this was going to be my destiny from even before I was born, right? So, God already knew the days that he had ordained for me. Father God knew that he would use me as his instrument to go out there and to proclaim the gospel of the Lord. Amen. But we just got to be strong. And there's a lot. There's a lot for us to do if we are willing. Because, you know, the body is weak, but the spirit is willing. So... We got to stay connected. And our memory verse is taken from 2 Corinthians. um, That's chapter 8. Okay. And specifically in verse 7. It says, but since you excel in everything. In faith, in speech, in knowledge, and in complete earnestness. And in the love we have kindled in you. See that you also excel in this grace of giving. And if we just want to continue on. I am not commanding you. But I want to test the sincerity of your love. By comparing it with the earnestness of others. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich. Yet for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. And here is my judgment about what is best for you in this matter. Last year you were the first not only to give, but also to have the desire to do so. Now finish the work so that your eager willingness to do it may be matched by your completion of it according to your means. For if the willingness is there... The gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what one does not have. Okay? And our desire is not that others might be relieved while you are hard-pressed, but that there might be equality. At the present time, your plenty will supply what they need, so that in turn, their plenty will supply what you need. The goal is equality, as it is written, the one who gathered much did not have too much, and the one who gathered little did not have too little. And I just want us to kind of think of those verses, think about the manna that's coming down from heaven uh, in the wilderness, and everyone is able to get 
according to what they need, okay? And even beyond so that everyone is being nourished. Everyone is being taken care of and being cared for in this way, okay? So just marinate on that, on the children in the wilderness of Israel. Think about the people in the early church who were taking up a collection for all the churches and think about where we are today and where we can go beyond like how they say (laughs) to infinity and beyond (laughs) okay just think on that marinate on that and we'll be right back one of our honey lattes submitted a writing piece to share with all of our listeners on the grace of giving The grace of giving is a gift that has been given to all. Be ye the giver or receiver of grace. But ironically, not every man will operate in the full potentials of this gift. It takes a humble true heart to respond and possess this ability of giving. And it's not necessarily a limitation to only those who are in Christ Jesus, but rather to whomever is willing to live in the image of God, to whom every man is created. Now what the grace of giving does to both the giver and receiver is generate abundant blessings, but oh how healing it is to be the receiver while I consider it more fulfilling to be the giver. You see, I've experienced both sides of giving, but I have been completely healed while receiving. I can best express this statement when I say, at my lowest when all hope is lost, looking at the one who stretched forth his or her hand to pull me up from that rock bottom place was equal to seeing the face of God, but only this time as a person. How can we know him if we fail to recognize him through the face of the ones we interact with daily? and to whom he dwells in. When the grace of giving is thus experienced, it therefore goes deeper, revealing the presence of God here on earth and touching our lives, whispering to that someone that there is hope in our hearts and not to dare give up because God is right here with us at all times. So in my personal experience, both as a giver and in the worst moments of my life as a receiver, The grace of giving is summarized as where to the giver, it is the grace of fulfillment, while to the receiver, it is the grace of healing. Now both are made manifest in full abundance, depending on the path to which we have been called to. And this has been dedicated to Sunflower. did you like that reading so i hope you guys were able to think about those scriptures and think about the manna you know uh, let's we can just turn here um to exodus 16 really quickly okay and let's go to verse 
we can just go to verse 4. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In this way, I will test them and see whether they follow my instructions. On the sixth day, they are to prepare what they bring in, and that is to be twice as much as they gather on the other days. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, In the evening, you will know that it was the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, and in the morning, you will see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your grumbling against him. Who are we that you should grumble against us? Moses also said, You will know that it was the Lord when he gives you meat to eat in the evening and all the bread you want in the morning because he has heard your grumbling against him. Who are we? You are not grumbling against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses told Aaron, Say to the entire Israelite community, Come before the Lord, for he has heard your grumbling. While Aaron was speaking to the whole Israelite community, they looked toward the desert, and there was the glory of the Lord appearing in the cloud. The Lord said to Moses, I have heard the grumbling of the Israelites. Tell them, at twilight you will eat meat, and in the morning you will be filled with bread. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. And that evening quail came and covered the camp and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp when the dew was gone thin flakes like frost on the ground appeared on the desert floor and when the israelites saw it they said to each other what is it for they did not know what it was moses said to them it is the bread the lord has given you to eat this is what the lord has commanded everyone is to gather as much as they need Take an omer for each person you have in your tent. The Israelites did as they were told. Some gathered much, some little. And when they measured it by the omer, the one who gathered much did not have too much. And the one who gathered little did not have too little. Everyone had gathered just as much as they needed. And what I like about this is that it says as much as they needed you know for some of us we're given much we're giving much blessings much talents much gifts some of us seem to have all the intelligence all the charisma all the public speaking skills and some of us we're given little but god said to whom much is given much is required so you can't even be jealous of someone's anointing you can't really compare yourself either to what someone else has or what blessings that person has. You don't know what that person went through to get that blessing. You have no idea what was required of them to have that anointing over their lives. Okay, so God gives us so many gifts out there. As it says in 1 Corinthians 12, God gives us a lot of blessings, as you can see in Exodus 16. And even um, when you see all the miracles that Jesus even did, he did so many miracles. He cast out demons. He raised the dead, you know, um, back to life again. 
Right? So, where is that one? Let me see if I can find that one. I think it was in John. You know what we say on this show? We need to read our Bible more. Okay? (laughs) In John chapter 11, it says, okay, when Jesus heard that his friend Lazarus had passed away, in verse um, 38, Jesus once more deeply moved. He came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by the time, by this time, there is a bad odor, for he has been there for four days. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, Jesus called in a a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. When he said, Lazarus, come forth. Amen. I know I'm reading from my NIV, y'all. So sometimes I needed to hit a certain way. But I like when Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. Amen and amen. And so some of us, We're put on this earth, right, to go out there doing the will of God, being in full, complete service to other people. We can start by saying, how can we start? How can we serve you today? How can we be of service to you today? In what ways can I help out? with the poor how can i feed others how can i take care of the sick how can i go and take care of an orphan what about visiting the widows right that's the the pure and undefiled religion of god it's not about going to church every sunday or every sabbath day it's about going into our communities okay and bringing forth people from the dead. You can give the manna from heaven like God did. And feed them like Father God fed us. He feeds us. He makes sure we never need for anything. And this is the grace of giving. Because we don't deserve it. A lot of us, we're grumbling. We're complaining. But who are we grumbling against? But he wants us to to live, you know, and to eat good food. He gave them food that they need. They fed on manna. Manna means what is it? Straight from heaven. They never was hungry. And Father God called us to, to live, right? To come out of the death. Come out of those grave clothes. Come out of that depression come out of that place of complaining of bitterness of resentment right come out of it that place 
of rumination, ruminating on the past. You know, I do that from time to time. I'm guilty. None of us are perfect. And Jesus called the 72 people to go out there to be of service to other people to do the will of God to extend the grace and mercy that he gave to us to other people not based on our our efforts our desires to be good not based on our merit our performance our beauty not on our social connections but solely on the mercy of God on his grace for father god's grace is sufficient it's not about what we can do for the kingdom is what god does for the kingdom through us for his glory right so let me go to john real quick and do you believe that some of us can still raise people from the dead now i'm not talking about a zombie i'm talking about completely whole and alive do you believe that some of us still can do that well guess what Jesus said that we would that some of us have that kind of anointing let's go on and be delivered so God can use us let's go on and be purified right I'm not I'm saying this because I'm, I'm excited for what Father God can do for us. I believe that God can still perform miracles and signs even in 2022, going into 2023 and beyond, right? I just love that word now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just like, I'm giggly right now. Um, let's see. So can y'all go to John chapter 14, verse 12 with me real quick. If you got your Bible open, and I'm going to try to make this really quick because I know some of us, right? We want to get back to our videos and we want to get back to our TV and our Netflix and chill. Oh, (laughs) y'all still want to hang out with me and hear the word? Okay, let's tune into this. Uh, John 14 verse 12. Where are we? Because I know I need to read my Bible. So it says, very truly, I tell you. Whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than these. Because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name. So that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. So Jesus says... Anything you ask for in my name, that will I do. So if somebody is dying of HIV AIDS, do you know the power of Jesus, the blood of Jesus Christ have enough power even today to heal someone from HIV AIDS? I'm not saying it to make it. If you don't have faith and you don't believe, that's okay. But I know my God is capable of healing someone completely of HIV AIDS. It's okay if you don't believe. I know that my God in heaven have enough power even today to heal somebody of missing limbs. Oh yes, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it on this show because podcasting right now is unregulated so I can say this, okay? 
Father God, have enough power through the name of Jesus, his son, who he wants to be glorified in his name, to heal someone of missing limbs, of being lame and not being able to walk. Can y'all, can y'all act like y'all believe? Even in today, even today, I've, I've, I've seen people, look, I haven't seen anybody regenerate limbs, but it was a common miracle when I was growing up in the 90s. People would tell me all the time, growing back limbs. I've seen people, I've seen people be healed completely of blindness complete restoration of their sight either you believe that Jesus is the son of the living God or you don't believe and if you believe that Jesus is the son of the living God then you believe that even in the 21st century and beyond that he can still do these things today he can still perform these miracles today why am I saying this because Our reality, it limits the way we believe things can happen. Our flesh and our physical reality says that this cannot be done. What I'm saying is this is the natural realm. But when you go into the spiritual realm, all things are possible with God. And remember, we serve a supernatural God. That's why he said his grace is sufficient for us, right? In 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and 9. Because his power, his supernatural power is made perfect in our human weakness. We cannot do these things on our own. We cannot do these things in our own natural abilities. We cannot do these things in our limited physical world. But Father God can do anything he wants because he created this world and he created man in his image. And Jesus said he gave us power to cast out demons. He gave us power from on high that the enemy would be under our feet. Let's turn to Luke real quick. Let me see if I can even get it real quick. Man, I hope this don't be too long. When he said in Luke, where is that? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? What we need to do, we need to read our Bibles. I know it's in Luke, y'all. just had it a second ago too I want to say it's Luke 16 right is that it oh I think I messed up that word see I don't know the bible like I think I do right I always need to read it more (laughs) I'm not afraid of that though And I'm funny like that because I be thinking I have it, but 
And sometimes it be right in my face. Does that ever happen to y'all? Where y'all have it? And then you don't. You think you have the scripture? Is when he sent out the 72. Okay. It's in Luke. I had that part right. But it's in Luke 10. And it says here. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town. So I'm just starting in verse 1 and place where he was to go. So he told them the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Go, I am sending you out like lambs among wolves. Do not take a purse or bag or sandals and do not greet anyone on the road. When you enter a house, first say peace to this house. Or someone who prom- promotes peace is there, your peace will rest on them. If not, it will, re- will return to you. Stay there eating and drinking whatever they give you, for the worker deserves his wages. Do not move around from house to house. Okay, so. And then I'm just going to skip around a little. Okay. Let's go in verse 16. So 10 verse 16. Whoever listens to you listens to me. Whoever rejects you rejects me. But whoever rejects me rejects him who sent me. And the 72 returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. He replied, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy nothing will harm you however do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you but rejoice that your names are written in heaven and i just love how jesus was so full of joy in 21 right and he was just so happy that everything was committed to him by his father okay so that's in Luke 10. I just wanted to read that, that he's given us power to tread on scorpions and snakes, as it says in 19. So Jesus was able to do a whole lot with a, a, a very little, you know, just two fish and five loaves of bread. He fed a crowd of 5,000 in Matthew 14 and 17. And if you, if you have, listen, if you have messed up in the past, it's okay. You know, we have to get over that because Father God has work for us to do. Okay, so we got to quickly repent and get out there and learn to take care of others. And some of us call to do this, some of us call to do that. But it's all for God's glory, right? So you see in Matthew chapter 9. You know, you see that Jesus is healing somebody who's paralyzed. In verse 7, then the man got up and he went home. And in verse 8, when the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe and they praised God who had given such authority to men. And you see a lot of this, you know, he's healing people. Here he's raising a a dead girl, um, starting in verse in uh, verse 18 
and going all the way to verse 25 you see after the crowd had been put outside he went in he took the girl by the hand and she got him right so the girl he said to in verse 20 verse 23 when jesus entered the synagogue leader's house and saw the noisy crowd and people playing pipes he said go away the girl is not dead but asleep but they laughed at him after the crowd had been put outside he went in and took the girl by the hand and she got up news of this spread all throughout that region so and uh matthew 28 verse 19 let me see And I'm going to try to... See, I don't even know all of these scriptures like that, y'all. So be... So the Great Commission is for us, right? He said, then Jesus came to them. This is in verse 18. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Right. That's our great commission is to go out there and make disciples. We are co-workers with and for Jesus Christ. And there is a plentiful harvest of blessings and healing and miracles and signs. And it's not just for healing people's bodies, but also healing their very souls, right? As it says in Matthew 10 and 8. So we have a whole lot of work for us to do to go out and heal the sick raise the dead cleanse those who have leprosy and drive out demons freely we have received so freely we give so the grace of giving beyond our imaginations is that father god will supply all the riches according to his glory in heaven okay so if we go to ephesians 3 verse 20 You see that. That's where we go. That's where we are going, right? Um, so Ephesians 3 and 20. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. So Father God's blessing his abundance it is infinite it is infinite blessings it's immeasurably more than we can ever ask or imagine i just love how in acts uh chapter three let's see if i can pull that up when there was somebody there who was begging at the temple at the gate called beautiful right in verse four peter looked straight at him as did john then peter said look at us so the man gave them his attention expecting to get something from them then peter said silver or gold i do not have but what i do have i give you in the name of jesus christ of nazareth walk 
Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. And you see in verse 8 here, he jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Acts 3, honey. Let me tell you, when Father God is finished with some of us, we're unrecognizable <laughs> because he said he's doing a new thing. He's making a new creature in Christ. Right? As it, as it says in 2 Corinthians, I think 5 and a uh, girl, get come, come and help me out, y'all. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, is it? A new creature, is it 17? I know I need to read my Bible. <laughs> I keep saying that. It's so true. And like what I was thinking about earlier today is like Jesus was not here to condemn anyone. He was here to save people, like literally. And he hung out with like any and everybody. He's hanging out with tax collectors, with sinners, with lepers, with prostitutes, anyone. And you have to remember, like, if if Jesus was here and alive today, where do you think he would be? Do you think he would be going to church every Sunday, every Saturday? Where do y'all think Jesus would go? Jesus probably would be... In homeless shelters, he would probably be in some of these trap houses, you know, where they like sell drugs. He probably would be hanging out in strip clubs. He probably would be going to gay bars and clubs. He probably probably would go to hospitals. He probably would be in deserted, abandoned parks where homeless be. He probably would be on street corners. He probably would go into the square where the people are. We are the church. And we got to go where Jesus would have been going. And we can't sit here and be judging. We can't point fingers at other people. Even if somebody is not a believer... You know, they believe in doing good by other people, you know. And if somebody who who is not a believer is able to bless me, just in general, just bless someone, just because, give them a place to, to live, able to give maybe them some money, give them some food, give them a bus car, whatever, so they can go on about their day. And if that is from somebody who doesn't believe in God, how much more are those who, who do believe? Are we doing those kind of things? Or are we judging? If we, are, if we sit on our high horse and we have already condemned someone, I'm, I'm, inviting, I'm inviting people to repent. If we have ever condemned somebody for a choice that they made in their life. 
Because if Father God can spare a murderer named Paul, and he became an apostle, if Father God can use somebody like Moses, who was the Pharaoh's adopted son, who also was a murderer and became a prophet, if God can use a prostitute and save her and her family, if God can save an adulteress and help her have an evangelical mission, if Father God can save some fishermen who are out cursing and using profanity and make them his disciples, then why can't God use us? If God can use a donkey. They said even if people was not there. The the stones would have to cry out. For the mercy of God. For the glory of God. So we're not fit. Are we going to let stones upstage us. And giving God his praise. And his due worship. And going out and doing his miracles. Are we really gonna let stones upstage us father god will have his glory with or without us he's just giving us an invitation he's extending us this invitation called grace and it is unearned undeserved and completely unexpected because to be honest we don't deserve this we were grumbling we were stubborn And we were sinners, and yet Jesus Christ died for us, as it says in Romans 5 and 8. So, where are we going after this? You know, what's next for us in the body of Christ? Now that we are repenting of condemning others and judging them by their past, after we're finished condemning ourselves and we we repent of that also we ask Father God to forgive us after we admit that we may have been indifferent to some of the miracles that we've seen even the miracle of life of a child being born we are all walking miracles that we're here in the land of the living for such this short amount of time But while we're here for these 80 plus years on this earth, how do we want to spend our time? I want to spend my time doing the will of God. What about you? Who is with me? And we're giving out of the means of what we have. And Father God will supply the rest. As he's always graciously, gracefully has done. He is truly a gentleman like that. I'm just going to leave you with a few more and then we can go ahead and close out. This is the excitement for me, (laughs) y'all. It's giving a little bit of grace. Okay. (laughs) It's giving so much. Father God is so good to us. Isn't he? Amen. So in Philippians 4, 13 and 19. It says in verse 13, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Amen. And in verse 19, it says, 
let's see what it says and my God will meet all of your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus to our God and Father be glory forever and ever amen and we can definitely close out here so I hope that this series has been a blessing to you hopefully um, you have been touched in some way thank you for continuing to listen and to roll uh, with us remember our father god he is a miracle worker he's a promise keeper he's a light in the dark just like that song says um by sinatra i can't remember her name but he is faithful he is a faithful god so i pray that we'll continue to be touched in our hearts be sensitive to his spirit and that we continue to gracefully graciously disrupt the status quo by going out and being little miracle workers being little disciples according to what father god through his holy spirit his son blesses us to do okay and thank you so much i couldn't have asked for a better time and a better series than this it has truly touched my heart you know someone told me that they cried from one of these episodes and that really um it it made an impression on me and i'm aware of the times when i'm not feeling my best and not feeling like i can't spend time in prayer and not able to read my bible as much as possible I'm aware of those moments and still feeling the love and the grace of God touching me. If we have even 30 seconds, 30 seconds can change our life. I'm not here to sell to anybody. I'm not here to proselytize the gospel to anybody. I don't have to sell the gospel to anyone. I don't have silver. I don't have gold. But what I have, I give. I tell you, take up your mat and walk. (laughs) In Jesus' name. Oh, man. I mean, we got to have a little humor too, right? Some of us need to take up our mats and walk. And let's stop being lazy. Let's go on leaping and praising God for giving us another day because of his amazing grace. Okay. So, obviously, um, we could talk about this all day and all night and if you stuck around to the end of this epi good for you let it bless you let this epi bless you let father god look into your life and take out all the impurities out of your heart and refine you so that you can be as gold you could be a blessing to someone else You can be able to heal someone. You may be able to pray for someone. Help with deliverance. Help with bringing clarity to scripture for someone. Help someone to be fed with money out of your means. Glory. God will give you the money and the resources you need. I'm praying for you. If your office is in administration. If your office is in mercy. If your office is in healing. If your office is in prophesying. If your office is in teaching, if your office is in preaching, if your office is in coaching, if your office is in apostle, 
apostolizing. If your office isn't evangelizing, I'm praying for you. I pray that God bless you and keep you and show you what your gift is to go out there and be used as an instrument for his glory. In his blessed name, in Jesus' name we pray. And amen and amen. Okay, well, we've come to the end. Once again, how many times am I going to say that? (laughs) We don't have anything uh, coming up soon, uh, but continue, continue, continue. And just remember his saving grace. And as we always say on this show, see you next time on the Coffee Sips Tea Podcast. And this is your host saying bye. And that is a wrap.